Hey, what's going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to break down the two games CSGO main slate on Sunday. Uh, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos breaking down NBA, NFL, and esports daily fantasy sports slates. Esports including Call of Duty, League of Legends, and this one Counter-Strike CSGO. Um, also, just want to say thank you guys all so much for all the support. Again, we're closing in at 3.3 thousand subscribers. Um, if you enjoy the content, I would appreciate it if you had hit that like button, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit, it, hit that notification bell. Um, so with that out of the way, let's jump in the video. Before we get into players and their prices, what we can do is we can look back at my lineup here from Saturday. A little bit unfortunate. I thought we might get a, a three or four game slate here for Sunday, but they only made a two game slate. They have a couple showdown ones or the early games, but um, yeah, so slightly unfortunate there. We can go over my main slate lineup. It was a complete disaster. Like one of the worst. I think I finished in last place in this thirty-three dollar turn. Yeah, I think I literally finished dead last this tournament. Absolutely terrible. I took a stand to try to fade Zaiwu. Now, the I was pretty surprised that he was only he was only like sixty-six percent owned in this tournament. Now, sure, it was a four-game slate. There's there's other options, but his price tag was so cheap. Again, I told you just play him in cash games, but I took the risk. Obviously, it didn't work out, and Zywood just continues to go off. He had another huge day. So, yeah, the Fnatic guys were, were low-owned, right? I knew they were going to be low-owned because Zywood was going to be popular. 14% for Brolon, 9% for Crims. They just got 2-0'd. The Mouse Esports guys also got 2-0'd. Uh, the Vici guys were okay, right? They won, but all in all, it was just a terrible day for me, at least in the main slate. And the late slate won a little bit back here. This is only a two-game slate. I did not include this in my video because the... Uh, prices weren't out when I made that video, uh, what, on Saturday, or Friday, I should say. Um, but yeah, so I, I just want the 3-3 stack here. Um, I was, so, on the last spot there with Taco, I, I, don't, I don't like playing Taco. It was him or TRK for me, and that was a toss-up. I played TRK a few times. I don't know if you guys remember, I played TRK in the captain spot one time and tried to get risky. It didn't work out for me. So I figured I would try Taco, uh, and then, of course, TRK goes like 80 fancy points. If I play TRK here, I have enormous day have a chance to like win a win a, a you know a smaller tournament but squeaked in the cash there again um i went uh three man fear stack with the three man uh and my vr stack right now i th honestly think furia is the best team in, in csgo um i just think they have the the most talented roster i've watched a lot i mean i watch csgo every single day like many at multiple hours a day and i really do believe that uh, i think right now furia is is the best team um, but we can go over since this was a two game slate. Let's see what the, the lineup was that won the tournament. Just so we can get a, you know, a decent idea of what to expect for this slate. So the, the, um, the winning lineup here was a three to one stack. So they used three from a Furio with Henny, Yuri at art, um, two from MIBR used fallen in the captain spot. Um, he had, he had a really good day. I've seen and TRK is value. And then he used a one off Cirque. Cirque has been in great form, really. He is playing unbelievable right now, and he's on the slate uh, for Sunday. So um, I have a good amount of interest in Cirque, but we'll talk about that in a sec. So that basically wraps up for the look back. Um, all right, so let's jump into the slate. First game here, uh, well, let's look at the odds. Uh, we have, again, that Mad Lions end scheme is not on the slate, unfortunately. Um, but uh, why do I have that on there? That was a misclick. I was doing some... Um, uh, working on a golf spreadsheet. I am actually going to have a, uh, a video for the PGA uh, Charles Schwab tournament. I'll have a video up for that maybe tomorrow or uh, Monday. So be in luck out for that, guys. I'm working on a spreadsheet right now for you. Um, but yeah, the Mad Lions end scheme, that's only a showdown slate, unfortunately. We have uh, NIP versus Team Vitality. 
Vitality are minus 180 favorites, and they're, they're in really good form right now. And then Gen G, EG, uh, both those teams lost today. Um, we have EG slight favorites there at minus 140. So again, the first first game here, Vitality are, are, are favorites. So again, what are they? Minus 180, right? Yeah. Zaiwu, his price really isn't moving. It's nearly impossible for me to fade him at this price. And since it's a two-game slate, like I think Zaiwu will be 90, 95% owned. No, sure, right? There are scenarios where he doesn't, he is not in the winning lineup, right? If they get to, if Vitality gets 2 0 there's a decent chance he's not in the winning lineup. Um, so you could take that shot, right? The ownership is going to be super high. I talked about that last slide again. That didn't work out for me. I took the shot fading him. He went off again. Um, but again, if his ownership, like 90, 95%, 90 to 95, and Vitality gets 2 0 and you fade him, you're you're golden, right? But that's right now. It doesn't look like that can happen again. Anything can happen, but uh, Zaiwu is just playing uh, some of the best CS:GO uh, that we've seen. Um, so, yeah, you, you gotta like Zaiwu. Eight point eight K. He's gonna be very, very popular tomorrow. Like the ultimate shock in this two game slate. The other plays on Vitality. So Shock's Apex missed to an RPK. <sighs> You honestly don't really have to go with a lot of value here. I don't know. I guess Shocks would be my next favorite play again. He he had a he had a decent game um, uh, today. I think he, he finished like sixty fancy points. Um, yeah, I think he's. I guess he would be my next favorite play, and we can go over their their stats. Like I said, I always kind of scroll through them, but they're, they're very similar with everyone else besides Zaiwu. Uh, RPK slightly negative. Apex, um, slightly negative. Mistu, slightly negative. And Shox is the only one that's slightly positive there. 0.66 kills run, 0.64 death bound. Sure, he's the most expensive, but I, I guess I would say Shox is my number two. Now, again, we've seen you know pretty decent games from all of these guys. So I think all are viable. Um, it's just you know a little bit hard to, to kind of pick the right one of those four. So I think all four are in play against a two-game slate. So if you want to go to the three-man vitality stack, you're going to have to play two of these guys. You know, again, I don't really have a strong lean here. They're, they're all pretty similar stats. So, again, you could argue maybe RPK because he's the cheapest of the bunch. Right? I, I think again, I think all are viable uh, on this on the slate. And then we have the NIP side. So, we know Zaiwu is going to be very, very popular, right? Like 90% owned. So, just for that reason, that's going to make a lot of these NIP guys just lower own. Now, sure, people maybe will use that NIP guy as like a one-off, but I don't think... You're not going to really see a full like NIP stack. I don't think you're going to see a lot of two get two NIP guys in someone's lineup, or, or even three. Right? If you play three, um, that would be pretty um, pretty contrarian in my opinion. But yeah, the guy that's playing the best right now for NIP is Knock. He is really like the games I've watched. He is he's been taking over games. He really has that ability right now. So I do like Knock a good amount. I also like Plopsky. Those are my two favorite plays. I know they're the two most expensive, but if you look at everyone on the slate, you really don't have to play a lot of value. So, obviously, yeah, I'm going to like the top two guys uh, there. Uh, if we look at their stats, they have pretty good stats. Uh, knock at a .72 kills per round, .62 deaths per round. Plops, yeah, .73 and .63, right? So those two are very similar. Uh, Hampus, the new addition, has been up and down. Uh, Rez has been okay. He's about even KD. Uh, and then Twist, slightly uh, negative there, .62 and .63. So, yeah, I like those top two guys a good amount for NIP. Um, I think they're just going to be lower owned because Zaiwu's going to be chalk. Again, people don't really like playing a lot of people on the other side. So 
That's just going to make these guys lower owned. But I think, you know, you could play, you could, I mean, you could run Zaiwu as a one-off and then go like two with the NIP side, right? If you think the game is close and, you know, obviously Zaiwu carries, which is more than likely going to happen. Um, so that's that's a viable build, right? Again, we saw in the winning lineup today it was a 3-2-1 stack. So those two really stand out to me on the NIP side. I think Rez, um, you know, if I had to pick a third, it probably would be Rez. I don't, again, I don't think we have to go Hampus uh, for value there, 4.8K. And then the last game here with EG versus Genji, uh, we have uh, EG at minus 140 favorites. So let's talk about the EG side first. So I really like Cirque. He is now more expensive than Breeze, but he is just playing amazing right now. Um, he really is. He's looking great with that op. He's making a bunch of clutches. He Again, he's just playing really, really good CSGO right now. So he doesn't have as good a stats as Breeze, right? He's at 0.7 and 0.65, or Breeze is at 0.74 and 0.66. But I, I think I prefer Cirque if you're just going to make me pick one. Again, he's just playing really, really good CSGO right now. I do like Breeze a good amount, too, at that price point. I think pairing those two together is not a bad idea at all. Again, it's a two-game slate, so those two will probably be pretty popular since they are favorites. Um, the other guys in the slate uh, uh, on the team, Ethan, Tariq, Stanislaw, all have had decent games. Stanislaw, 5.4. Eh, I don't know if we have to do it, but Ethan and Tariq, I think you can consider. Ethan's going to be more popular than Tariq because he's just, you know, again, you don't really have to play any value plays. So if you want to get, so say if you're playing an EG stack, right, and you want to get different, you were playing a three-man stack, you can play like, the top two guys and maybe go Tariq instead of Ethan to kind of differentiate yourself, right? You got to, if you're trying to win a tournament by yourself, you got to be different. You got to leave money on the table, do something contrarian. So um, with Ethan and, and Tariq, uh, both are pretty similar stats-wise. Ethan at 0.66 and 0.68, um, and then Tariq at 0.66 and 0.7. All right. So those two are pretty similar. Stanislaw, yeah, I don't know if, if I get to him in this one. So, yeah, I really like Cirque. He's probably my favorite play. Breeze as well. Again, those two are going to be pretty popular, popular since they are favorites. Um, and then Ethan and Tariq are, are pretty similar. Maybe to differentiate yourself if you wanted to, you could go Tariq over Ethan. And then last, uh, lastly, we'll talk about Gen G. So Gen G are uh, dogs, but slight dogs, right? Only plus 105. Um, we have Kusta, Benton, Automatic. Kusta has been playing the best right now out of these out of these Gen G guys. Now he is not, you know, normally these guys are all priced about the same. Now you're getting about, you know, what, $600 difference with him and Benton and $1,000 difference with him and Automatic. You know, it, it makes you think about it. I still think I like Husta the best, though, just because, uh, again, the gameplay he's playing right now, he's he's playing the best uh, CSGO right now on Gen G. So I do like Husta. Again, he's he's kind of a more aggressive player. So him and Bentent do kind of, um, you know, force the issue. They're, they're normally ones initiating gunfights. So I think those two top two guys w- would be the guys I'd look to the most here on the Gen G side. Automatic's okay, but he just plays a little bit more passive. Again, he does use the op, but you... I don't know. I, I find it more rare that, that he kind of takes over games. So he's still viable, right? That all three of those guys have similar numbers. Kusta at 0.71 and 0.68. Ben 10 at 0.69 and 0.65. And Automatic at 0.68 and 0.62. So all three are pretty similar. Again, I think I would rank up like Kusta, Ben 10, Automatic, the way they are priced. Uh, Daps is a cross I would know what to do. I think Som is intriguing. Again, kind of the same situation like Tariq and Ethan. Um, if people are running a full three-man Gen G stack, they're probably going to play Kusta, Benton, Automatic. Maybe if you want to get different, you can throw Som in there instead of one of those top three guys. Som at 6.2K has been a little bit up and down, but he can have decent games. Um, his his numbers are 0.65 and 0.67, right? So it's, it's okay. It's definitely viable. Um, and then at captain spot, I mean, you're going to see Zaiwu in the captain spot for... I mean, he's going to be like 90% owned. I would say he's probably going to be like... 
50-60% on in the captain spot. He's going to be super, super popular. Other guys I would consider in the captain spot, um, I think Knock, Knock and Plops, again, they've been playing amazing. Cirque, uh, I like a good amount. He's been playing really good. And then Kusa. I think those are the guys I would consider for the captain spot. If you want to get different and throw someone you know, cheaper in there to front yourself, I don't hate that idea, but it's a more risky approach. Um, and yeah, you know, any, nothing's off the table on a two-game slate, right? It's all about how you think these games go. If you think that there's, um, you know, the two games both go 2-0, then just go 3-3 stack with the teams that you think are going to win, right? If you think, um, you know, one of the games is going to be 2-0 and one of the games is going to be really close, then obviously, again, go the three-man stack of the game you think is going to be 2-0, and then you could get, you know, a mix and match if you wanted to in that other game you think is, is close. Um so, uh, yeah, hope that hope that helps you guys out, and I think that is going to do it for the video. So, um, if you have been enjoying the content so far, I really appreciate it. If you like this video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell again, guys. Hitting the notification bell helps me out immensely. Um, I will be back for another video to break down Monday's slate. We do have, I believe, a three-game slate for CSGO. Also, again, PGA, Charles Schwab uh, Tour. I'm going to have a video for, for that up soon. I'm working on a spreadsheet right now for you guys. So thanks again for everyone to come in to check out the video. Um, hope you guys all have a good night, and I will see you all in the next video.